Welcome back to the Pagan Place. Here, let me chop up that poison for you. No, no, you keep the tip. All we need is a little like and share. That'll be just fine. There you go. Have a good day. On this episode, we're joined by Jill and Andy, also known as Dumpster Tub. We talk a bit about what music has done for them, each of their introductions into the realm of music, and even the meanings behind some of their songs. So sit back, sip your poison, and enjoy the ride. I'm Kalen Capson, and this is the Pagan Place Podcast. The Regina Spector <laughs> tune that you yeah had. that was a weird it was a weird thing to cover synthwise yeah. I don't know like if you're re- familiar with Regina Spector Not at all terribly, no. um so Regina Spector for me at least has been one of my absolute long standing favorite artists since probably middle school mm-hmm. like I'm, and Jill and I actually had the incredible fortune of going to see Regina <sighs> um, so stood in line in a blizzard for like six hours to be first front row and I was not the first person there when I was there six hours ahead of time in a blizzard anyway so um she's I don't even know how to describe her music it's like it's so different than anything else it's not like it's not super like a mainstream no it's like piano and she sings the um the intro to orange is new black if you've seen that anyway she's very different and very out there like lyrically and musically it's just kind of it's just not ever what you're going to expect it to be yeah but it's definitely not anything like there's no synth there's no sort of like anything like that it's usually mostly piano and orchestral stuff Mm -hmm. and then her lyrics which are mostly very odd and dark and quirky and weird but they're her latest album there's two songs on it and we were trying to cover um small bills which i think and then we were trying and then we kind of mashed in this other song um from the same album called the trapper and the fear fear which has some of my favorite lyrics in a song. Yeah, that's the so the chorus we sing in Small Bills is a piece from the Trapper and the, the Furrier. Furrier. Yeah, and uh, I think one day we were just listening to it and we were like, we should try and cover cover a Regina Spector song. Yeah. And then I don't know, I just like started pressing buttons and seeing if I could do anything with it. Yeah, and started with. The I really beat like the then, outcome because they're two yeah. of my favorite songs, but also the cover is so incredibly different sounding yeah. from both of the originals. Um, but still kind of holds that same feeling mm-hmm. in them. I think that's hard with covers, or I always have a hard time mm-hmm. with covers, because if it's exactly the same as the original, point. what's the point? Mm. But at the same time, if you change it in the wrong way, then it kind of loses something that the original had. I don't know. But yeah. I think we, you know what I'm saying. We got it, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. I, I yeah. agree, especially, yeah, with covers. Mm-hmm. Um, like on YouTube, you get a lot of covers, yeah. and, and it's usually exactly the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then eventually you'll get one that's completely different, mm-hmm. and it makes you... Or not just YouTube covers, but any covers, yeah. and it mm-hmm. makes you hear the song in a completely different light. Yeah, exactly. And those are the covers that I love the most because mm-hmm. it's unexpected. Yeah. I don't know if you understand the lyrics differently, or maybe it to yeah. see it from a different angle. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. And it's hard though uh, to 
do i think because it's like obviously if you're covering a song there's probably because there's something about it because you, you love. Really love it yeah and so it's hard to even kind of separate your mind from mm-hmm. like strip it away from what it is and yes. just completely step away from it because otherwise it's almost like my my brain will kind of like shut down because mm-hmm. if i try to think of any other way yeah. to do it <laughs> because you love the original because so you love the original so yes. much that is ingrained in your brain so yeah. i i really like that cover because i do think it i mean it was bound to be different just because it was being done on mm-hmm. like with synth and cello i think the two songs kind of came together really well because yeah. if you listen to the lyrics the message or the feeling i yeah. guess of the words yeah. go hand in hand together very well and yeah. i feel like a lot of our song our originals <laughs> even are very like a little i wouldn't say dystopian but there is a lot of dark elements to a lot of our oh, originals i don't think we've ever written a happy song no well, <laughs> no we, we, we did, did and i and hate, you hate it. it literally she never <laughs> wants to do it the songs we mainly write and gravitate towards are very dark and dystopian and the lyrics of those two regina songs are mm-hmm. very like you know what a strange strange world we live in where the good are bad and the wicked forgiven like it's just very damned where the good are damn. Oh God! Wow, Miranda, okay. embarrassing for you. We're the good. <laughs> We're the good okay, Jill. You know what? I'm done here. <laughs> anyway, I love you. I love you too. Um, so it just kind of fit into the same uh, mm-hmm. feel that a lot of our set projects. So it yeah. it just tucked in very nicely. Uh, what about the third track, Rising? That's one of I think our newest song. It is. Um, I wrote still working that out song. Some yeah, of the kinks to that's it. One actually, that's one of the ones. And there we are fixing. I'm fixating. Yes. Yeah. This, song. I was, this we is were, the song for this. Our next couple shows coming up. That she's like, I don't know, Jill. We gotta change this gotta, whole part. <laughs> we gotta completely add this in and take this out. Anyway, but the song itself, though it has things that I like to fixate on. I guess, very simply, it's kind of like taking um, power and control back over a situation that you previously had no power or control over. So kind of regaining independence and regaining clarity in a situation that's kind of been muddied your brain for a really long time. It's supposed to be kind of a a little bit powerful in a way, because I do just like Jill, the two of us are just kind of an anxious mess. Um, And so I feel like through music, I'm able to kind of look at a situation in a different light by Mm -hmm. writing lyrics that I myself don't actually really necessarily feel. Um, Like I don't have the confidence to feel right, but yeah. if i write it's almost like faking it till you make it yeah um so yes. there's a situation i don't actually feel maybe this way about it but if i can write lyrics in a way that i do it's kind of like every time i sing it yeah i'm it's almost like building new pathways in your brain mm-hmm. every time you sing something mm. i so i actually am starting to believe it so. you have become so much extra since we started this. Like, it's just <laughs> true. true it's true i've become I love people it. like to say i've become very extra since well, like the in the best way more confidence yeah, yeah 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 but it's through things like i think i literally have to retrain my brain in certain mm-hmm. ways so sometimes i'm like i'm gonna write a song and it's gonna be really confident and really like powerful and take back control even though i inside am like quivering and fixating on all the things yeah. that's wrong with the song it's like every time i sing it yeah. i believe it a little bit more i love it i remember when you brought it to me and you're just like i don't know about this I'm like it's amazing <laughs> i really feel good singing it and i obviously like assign my own uh, values to lyrics when I sing them but like I always feel like because you know the end of the song is like or in the middle it's kind of like you know I won't entertain these pointless conversations like I'm walking away and and that is so hard to do sometimes because like I I feel like you do it too 
but I definitely do it. You keep sticking around for revisiting. these things. Revisiting. Well, even like things in life like that are happening if people like aren't treating you right or if you're uncomfortable with things. Like in the past, I've been someone to just keep hanging around mm-hmm. while all these uncomfortable things are like being done to me or like being done around me because I always had a really hard time like walking away. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. So to me, it kind of says something about just being okay with, I am, I'm not doing this anymore. This is not my thing to deal with and I'm going to do what's best for me and yeah. walk away. I really like the last verse. Yeah. I'm rising. I'm expanding. I will sink into the earth on which I'm standing. Like to it's me, supposed it, to be about taking up space, like being the, exactly. the willingness and um, giving yourself permission, I guess, right. to take up space. Right. Especially, I feel like again, us as people, we are very small, and we tend to make ourselves very small. And oh yeah, for years. It's been nice. I think one thing that's been important in making music together is that we kind of, when we met each other, we started in a similar place and we've kind of come a certain way together. Mm -hmm. Um, And part of that has been about the permission to take up more space and be more extra and be louder and be more ridiculous and and demand, like demand things. Yeah. And the Ocean Song. Jill wrote that one. It's kind of... I guess about a lot of the time when I or feel things for people and think about people that I really am interested in, like whether romantically or sexually or platonically, whatever, when I put it into words, it always kind of comes out as like this idea that every person has some kind of like world inside them. And like, it's just so interesting to be able to be welcomed into that world, no matter who it is, no matter if you, you know, are just like acquaintances or, or if you really form a relationship with someone, like it's just... And everyone is so unique, no matter who they are or what they do. Like, there's always something so unique going on inside there that's just different than everyone else. It was more like about the idea of discovering those things about someone. Mm. There is so much depth inside a person. And just as you get to know them, you get to just kind of dive in there and swim around and see all those things. And like, it's not always perfect and it's not always nice. And, and it can be like scary or like dangerous or whatever but it's all just part of who they are so yeah yeah it's really nice to experience that all part of the human experience you don't really know what you're it might not be what it is on the surface level right and there's always all those things that have been left there from other relationships they've had and other things they've been through and like you know it's like about accepting too that just because you're looking for something inside someone like that doesn't mean they're going to be able to give it to you all the time because they have all the mess from all the other things that they've experienced, just like you do. No, it's very true. That makes a lot of sense. I think that's the first time I've really ever thought so much about what what they mean. <laughs> I know. You know, like we usually like, just, they we just write them and, <laughs> and they come about? out. But it is really what a really question. neat to think about. It. Yeah, <laughs> I don't think we've ever even asked each other. No, this we question. don't. I'm just like great, perfect. Yeah. Let's Here, do it. Here's a song. Slap it down. Learn it. Okay, great. It's like, oh wait. I think we tend to pick up really well what the other one's trying to get well, yeah. across anyway. It's just funny because this is actually the first time we've ever discussed it, but we're mm-hmm. kind of like finishing each other's sentences yeah, about yeah. it because it's like, oh yeah, of course that's what it's yeah. Strong enough to keep me here. I was wrong 
songwriting process how does it generally do you, do you sort of each start out songs separately and then bring them to the other person to yeah. finish yeah. out or fill out or yeah. yeah i would say for sure yeah pretty much everyone i'd say i think the start of each song is something very personal for me that's the only way i write songs and like 
almost all my songs are based on the lyrics. Like, I have an idea. I start with the lyrics, and that's kind of the story I want to tell. Mm-hmm. And then, because I don't know anything about music, music theory or anything. So I think I am learning more as I go, yeah. but especially early on, music was only kind of a vehicle to support the lyrics because that is what I knew that I knew how to do. Right. So I think I still start that way. So I'll like have, even if it's just a snippet and maybe yeah. I won't even have a melody. And like, I'm sure like I've brought lyrics and be like, I don't know what I want to do with this. But yeah, usually one of us will start the lyrics and kind of have an idea of structure mm-hmm. or feeling or melody. Mm-hmm. And then we'll bring it and we'll kind of build it up together. Yeah, we'll usually even say like what kind of um, emotion we're trying to evoke. Yes, like, yeah. I'll be like, I want this to be like a powerful song. Mm-hmm. And then we'll, so we'll think about it that way. Or I want this to be like a dark, eerie song. Mm-hmm. Or I want this to be windy. <laughs> Classic. But I think that we know each other well enough now too that it's also good when we can if somebody throws out a suggestion we can kind of be like no that's no, that's, that's not, not it that's not it that's mm-hmm. not the thing like it's uh, that kind of communication has been really helpful because yeah. sometimes I, in the past I think we've both been kind of people to be like oh yeah that's like fine. that's fine that's a great idea we'll just do that and so we've gotten to the point now where we can kind of be like no that's not what I'm looking for but let's keep like let's keep, keep good thinking try. about it good yeah good try yeah. let's keep going and like oh. I've definitely think I you know feel comfortable too if you write a song and there's a part and I'm like oh I don't yeah. really like the way yeah. you did that. Like, maybe <laughs> yeah. let's try it this way. Yeah. And I mean, there have been times too where you're like, I get that you don't like it, but that's, but that's the way the I want it. Want and it. I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah. You know, so it's very, it's very open. Good. And it changes a lot over time. Oh, God. Yeah. Well, 24 hours before the yeah. show yeah. Yeah. normally changes. Like, but, <laughs> we have oh. songs that have started out one way. Like, at our last show at the Five and Dime, the Mountain Song, we did an acoustic version, which is how the song started. It's like, yeah, I, we wrote it first as, a, as an acoustic song. Yep. And then turned it into a synth song. And in the in that process, we like we hadn't played it for ages, so yeah. we completely forgot how it went acoustically. But we decided we wanted to play it acoustic again for our last show, so we had to rewrite. We, it we had to rewrite it as an acoustic song. Yeah. And then right before the show, I decided to change the chorus. So it actually yeah. has had four versions like of the last now, year. <laughs> yeah. But like, and yeah. the synth version is a very different song than yeah. the acoustic version. So different. So I guess there's no structure to our songwriting no, process in a roundabout like, way. Idea bomb. It is, yeah. yeah. I'll, uh, I'll like text Jill, like, I got what? I got a line. I got a line. And yeah. then I'll record it. So uh, if we don't record things right away, they, like, Jill will sing something, like, one line. I'll be like, oh my God, that was perfect. And then I'll be like, do it again. And she's like, I don't know what to say. I don't know. Yeah. So we, we, we have like hours of recorded nonsense. No. What about the influences? You mentioned uh, Sylvanesso. In a classical sense, when I'm thinking of how I want to kind of play the cello part, I'd say, a lot of influence from like specifically Dvorak, Brahms, those composers really utilized the cello and they were always very dark, robust cello parts Mm -hmm. that were, so I I really, I think I draw from those. As a child, I really liked those pieces played by those composers. So I like kind of the dark, crunchy, very full, We're a big fan of the crunch. Yeah, we're a big fan of the crunch, yeah. Sylvanesso, definitely a big one. Yeah, I think like style-wise, we started out with Sylvanesso just as a huge inspiration. Um, and then kind of, if I'm thinking like other synth duos, obviously the overcoats. overcoats yeah. Um, <laughs> they're so good. <laughs> well, they're, they're easy to draw inspiration from because yes. they're also like femme duo synth artists. And they, they do have a lot of like very dark kind of the same kind of synth sounds we mm-hmm. like. So they were very easy to draw inspiration from because it's kind of, we can kind of parallel a little bit there. Yeah. yeah. My lyric style, I think a lot of it, we kind of already talked about it with the fairy tales and stuff, but a lot of it is just really folky. Like I just, mm-hmm. I go back to like, yeah. 
You can't take the folk out of us no, completely. No, you can't. And I yeah. was obsessed with the Cotters when I was a kid. I don't know if you know who they're. They're this band from Cape Breton, like four kids. And they started when they were like 10, 11, whatever. And I got their first CD and I was like so excited. There was like fiddles and, you know, like Bodron and the Penny Whistle and like, you know, straight up folk music. And I was like, this is what I want to do. Yeah, and uh, I've moved away from that, but I just think the way kind of the stories I tell, I guess, yeah. really come I, from there, and also I think our vocal styles and like the harmonies and stuff, like you just can't, I just can't get away from yeah, it. Yeah, we can't. We tried to get away from folk music, but I'd say lyrically and vocally, um, it's very based in folk. We wrote like two pop songs, yeah, um, and I love them. <laughs> I think they're fantastic. They just, I find that it's like dark song, dark broody song, really dark song pop song dark that's song <laughs> yeah but it's just we it's just a, it feels less familiar I that's guess. true yeah yeah, yeah. i know but they are it's good scary. we're trying yeah it's a good thing to try and do where do you think you're um heading do you have like a <laughs> just <laughs> sort of where the wind takes you or yes. yeah it yeah. is that's that's dumpster for sure like we really started not planning on playing any shows we just kind of were like well i don't know we don't know if anyone will want to play with us we don't know if anyone will want to hear it we're just gonna do it and and we still kind of just But that's where I'd say the beauty of like the really supportive music Mm, community comes in. When we went to, when I went to pick up the synthesizer at Long and McQuaid, um, Dan Chamberlain was working, uh, who was in Trimpering, Gold Punks, other things as well. And he's like, Oh, I don't know you. Like you're, I'm a synth musician kind of thing. Like, what do you play? And I said, Oh, well, we don't, we don't, we We just (laughs) got this. And he said, Tell me when you have a a set and we'll book you like right away. And that's, literally what happened i was like okay we have a we kind of have a set and we got we booked go. with shrimp ring who was also i'd say kind of an inspiration we were big like shrimp ring fans like that support really yep. kind of got us going for sure for this band anyway we don't really plan much we just kind of take what comes up as it comes up and i think at some point at some we're we're kind of looking into maybe hopefully getting some grants or something for right. some equipment because right now i'd say our most limiting factor isn't like our desire or our drive but just like the fact that we literally don't have like we don't even have a laptop so as we were saying to you this is the first time we've recorded anything with dumpster cub mm-hmm. so for where we're going it's it's a still in such early stages yep. I would really be into trying to take it a little bit further. Oh, but yeah. I do think that right now we're quite limited by the basic things that we have. Yeah. I don't which really, we also enjoy, but yeah. it's like... Yeah. I just don't... I don't really have any plans beyond just keep playing yeah. more shows and more, with more people and... Yeah. Work on developing our sound a little bit more, yeah, too. Yeah, Right now we're still, I'd say, in really early stages. I'm just still surprised Anyone when people <laughs> want us to play a show. I know. <laughs> I know. Yeah, sure. It, it's not like I think that... We're not good or anything. It's yeah. just, I don't know. It's just really nice to keep... To know that somebody wants to listen the, yeah, to Yeah, <laughs> and like, that's all I want is like, if I know that some people like listening to our songs, I'm going to well, keep doing yeah. it because it's really fun. What would you say to anybody who is interested in getting involved in music or the music scene or yeah, writing? Do it? <laughs> Phil, but I know that's so much easier said than done. So Phil, um, who was also in Shrimp Rings, um, we actually asked for some advice yeah. on how to get into synth because it was just so foreign and we had no idea where to start. And he said, write songs that a year from now you will be embarrassed to yeah. hear. He's like, no matter how bad you think they are, just finish just them. Just finish them. Because that's how you grow. Yeah. And that, I, we I, literally it's just so did. simple and I was just like, so suddenly, oh, in like sense. two days, we now had eight finished songs yeah. because, and 
we've been working on them and phasing them out or phasing mm-hmm. them in and improving them and adding things and taking things out for the last year. Yeah. But suddenly we had a set. So when yeah. somebody said, can you play? We said, yeah. I mean, it sounds like such um, cra- maybe crass advice, but they're not embarrassment. It's more like growth and learning like looking Mm -hmm. back I mean it's just like looking back on things you did when you were in high school it's like even though it's like sometimes I look back on things I did Uh musically and I cringe a little it's like oh but from doing that I learned that this is more where I want to go and what Mm -hmm. to do and so I thought that I think that's the honestly the advice that yeah kicked us in the butt yeah and right. i would say like don't get so hung up on like it not being something like, that mm. held me back for a long time i was like but i'm not a real musician mm. i don't really know what i'm doing but like just forget that and yeah. i i think i really started feeling good about it when i was just like but i'm just gonna do what i can do and it's good because i am doing my best and like yeah. that sounds so like cheesy and whatever but it's just true like don't worry if you're not as good as like this other band that you you know this is real musicians yeah. i'm doing air quotes but do what you can do don't take yourself Finish too seriously. It. Don't get too hung up on perfection. And also just get out there and meet other musicians. That's the biggest thing. I think yeah. it's go to shows, connect with other musicians. Go for it. Just, yeah. just go for it. It's like a leap of faith because mm. I still sometimes when we play, I'm like, but is anyone going to like it? But the beautiful thing about music is there's always, always going to be somebody be who, who, likes who shares your interest yeah. and shares your style and shares. And there are always also going to be people who, who don't. Yes. Like there's always going to be someone that's who doesn't, a big thing too. Who doesn't like okay. your music. And that's fine because yeah. there's lots of music. There's lots of music that I don't personally really like, mm-hmm. but do I support and care about those musicians? Absolutely. And like, if there's any way I can support them while also it not being my style of music, that's, that, they're two different things. Right. right. Um, it's not a personal attack. If someone doesn't like your music, that's it's just, huge. it's just not their style. And I think quite simply, that's it. It's just getting up there and not being worried about, mm-hmm. um, not just don't take yourself too seriously. Yeah. That's what I had to learn. Yeah. No, that's, <laughs> yeah. that sums it up. Yeah. I feel like I learned a lot about yes, you today, Jill. I, I know. Yeah. I'm so closer to you. <laughs> okay. You couldn't if possibly get, yeah, everyone always thinks we're dating. That's um, true. That's a really common thing. Like, yeah. I mean, I mean, kind of. We, I mean, Pretty might much. as well be, but, yeah. you know, anyway, it's just always a funny uh, thing to hear because also people are usually, like, very embarrassed that they thought yeah, that. Yeah, like, when we're they like, learn... why we're wouldn't you? We're, like, yeah. always together and actually always holding hands yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like oh my god i'm so sorry we thought that i'm like well it's pretty it's like pretty good assumption yeah it's, it's i take it true. as a compliment yeah. that people think that you would date me <laughs> <laughs> right back at you jill right back at you well thank you for coming in that thank was you. really yeah. awesome it was that really was cool fun. to hear you and cool thanks for putting up with our nonsense yeah. oh you know what it was I, I love it i actually love that because it's also a learning curve for me so it's yeah. opportunity for me to try to record something i've never done before or do something a little stylistically different than I'm used to. You can take as much time as you want. I'm and we will. But up. we will. <laughs> yeah, and we will. So thank you yeah. for, thank <laughs> you. for that.
teeming with life and mystery I see I, I see it gleaming with the light of ancient suns Fathoms that I have only just begun to explore The more I see, the more I want to swim To dive into the depths of you, your waves of blue I'm sink, I'm sinking Adam Maury of People Visit, and you've been listening to the Peg and Place Podcast.